This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus Planner annual subscriptions. Get a year's supply of Full Focus Planners to power a year of achievement at fullfocusplanner.com. The other thing that helps me sleep at night, literally, and, and really helps me disconnect from work, is determining what are tomorrow and what are tomorrow. I'm an Um. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Blake Stratton. Hey, Verbs, how are you? Doing well, Blake. Thank you for asking. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Courtney, how are you doing? Oh, wait. Oh. She is still not among us. Ah. Uh. She said something about uh, finally starting her um, ice cream sundae business, where she was trying to do a buy a mail order ice cream sundae. She she said she's cracked the code, so I don't know. But um, nice. it's, e- it's either that or she just had a baby. I can't remember which one. But my head, I can't. One of those, I just had a dream. I'm not sure. My head yeah, says it's the sundays. I'll probably uh, I'll probably opt for the option B there of having a baby. Yeah, <laughs> it might be that too. But it's you and me today, Verbs. It is, once again. we have got a lean, mean, productivity machine of an episode today. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do our best here without Courtney. Uh, but I feel good about it because last week, Verbs, people were talking about that episode with you. You know, we were talking about, hey, it's a new year. Sure. You know, your goals are overwhelming. And I'm sure that your DMs were flooded is that safe to say? Flooded with positive feedback? You know what? It's funny you mentioned that. I actually had to hire an EA just to delegate <laughs> my inbox to <laughs> from all the DMs that we received on that episode. Oh my gosh. Here we are. Last week we talked about you set a big goal. How can you get started? This week we're talking about staying on course. Once you have created some momentum, how do you know you're staying on course? And a lot of that comes down to the strategies you're using. So we spent years identifying what strategies help make people successful and distilled them down into a single goal achieving companion to help reach your goals. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about here, Verbs, because I've got it right here in front of me in gorgeous, luxurious Saddle Brown. You're talking about the full focus planner. There it is. There it is. This is real. Verbs, can we get real? Permission to get real. (laughs) Permission right, to go real, there. Real versus scuba on this one. <laughs> yeah, go, get in real. We'll go scuba okay. later in the episode. All right, let's go. I considered myself a productivity nerd for a number of years before I ever got a full focus planner, really before the full focus planner was invented. And I was using a different system, I guess you could call it, but it was mm-hmm. largely a digital system. And I was keeping track of a ton of different stuff. And I was getting a lot of things done, but I was not necessarily hitting my goals. I was getting a lot of things done, wasn't, in fact, oftentimes, I'll just be honest, I was not hitting my goals. And what we're talking about today is the simplest yet most critical tool in the Full Focus Planner. And it it was so simple that I felt like it was not going to move the needle for me at all. Right. And and I avoided even getting the planner at first because like, oh, well, this is a, this is elementary. 
Sure. But folks, if 2020, even if you did crush it in 2020, it's always good to get back to the basics, you know, to, to get back to what is going to move the needle today to get you towards your goals. That's the strategy we're talking about. It's something that has changed my life for the better in verbs. You said it was right up there with, you know, your wedding day and uh, having your kids was, was learning this strategy, right? Pretty close. Just tucked underneath having children for sure. <laughs> but actually, you know what, Blake, the strategy that we're going to talk about today, this is the one comment that I hear continuously when somebody receives a brand new planner for the first time and just, you know, trying to get adjusted to the framework initially could be overwhelming without this strategy. And so what we're going to talk about today is the gateway to success as you make your way into the whole full focus planner system or the whole full focus system in general. And it's a, it's going to blow your mind. So today we're going to take a look at the most important tool in the planner drum roll. The daily big three, three, three. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to the basics. Now, if we can get, if we can tap into your, your productivity uh, nerd brain, Blake, mm -hmm. why are we even starting with the daily big three? I mean, it seems like there's other parts that we can actually kind of dig our teeth into initially, but why would it be the daily big three? The daily big three is the most basic tool, but it also has the most impact. So it's very basic, but it also has the most impact. I would say you could use all the other tools in the planner, but if you didn't do the daily big three, you still may feel scattered. Consequently, you could do the daily big three alone for mm -hmm. one quarter at the expense of using the other tools, and you would still make significant progress towards your goals. And I think we've mentioned that in the past is even if you don't use the full focus planner and you're, you have a, a block of post-it notes that you write your daily big three on, success can still be yours. All you got to ask yourself, Verbs, is do I want to write on some random post-it notes or do I want to have a beautiful leather-bound executive planner? It's up to you. Totally up to you, everybody. The choice is yours. <laughs> the choice is yours. And I'll, I will add this because we're we're making sort of a mini series on these top tools that are essential to your success uh, when it comes to accomplishing goals. So this is just one of those episodes in that series. But today we are covering three reasons and three reasons only that will be essential to your success. Reason number one, the daily big three eliminates overwhelm. This is huge. Having an endless to-do list is overwhelming. When I first started using the planner, as I mentioned, I thought that the whole daily big three thing was elementary and not really going to help that much because, okay, top three things, that's fine. But what I underestimated was the psychological effect on defining a win. The psychological effect of defining a clear win Doing three things alone in a day, it's not like that magically just your goal is done after that or there's no more work that could be done tomorrow or something like that. But what I noticed, Verbs, was when I started doing the daily big three and I checked those things off and I was like, hey, maybe I didn't get everything in the world done, but I got those three done. Mm -hmm. I felt more peaceful to, and I knew I could safely end my workday. 
And you know the other thing that happened, Verbs, was I started sleeping through the night. And and for me, that was a huge deal with a domino effect on my health and my relationships right. and my work. I mean, if you've ever struggled, some of you listening maybe struggle with sleep, you know <laughs> it's a huge domino that can affect the rest of your life. And I didn't understand why I was sleeping more, Verbs. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm just using the planner. But I started sleeping more. And I think it's because previously I would go to sleep and I would wake up and I would start thinking about all the st- all the other things on my to-do list. But this is almost a way, to, it reduces the overwhelm because you you limit, well, what does today require to be a success? And so if I can say, yes, I close the chapter on today, it helps me sleep, literally. Yeah. And I think a lot of us can attest to the fact of, or having those days to where you've gotten to the end of the day, it's five o'clock, it's six o'clock, whatever it is. And then you sit still for one moment and can't recall how you spent the bulk of your day on any specific you know, task or item. It's just like, man, I was here all day long and I can't tell you what I did. And that's just the feeling. <laughs> that, that's, that's one of those feelings that you can't, you don't get that time back. And so to avoid that, I think, uh, and I'll, I'll say even for me, coming into the full focus system and just realizing, oh, if I can identify these, these three uh, tasks today, write them down, keep them visible, then that's going to help me get through the day knowing that I'm working toward each of those tasks. And at the end of the day, you know, I won't have that moment of, man, where did the time go? What did I actually accomplish today? Because I can look down and say, all right, boom, boom, boom. These three things got done and there's no debate about it. I love it. All right. What's the second reason? Reason number two, the Daily Big Three provides a plan for your day, which I might have just alluded to right there um, in my previous comment, but it provides a plan for your day. No, I think this is huge. And it goes back to the psychological effects of, of setting mm-hmm. the Daily Big Three, which is without it, you're prone to drift. Yeah. And, and the other thing, some of you listening did Your Best Year Ever, which is a course we have on goal setting. And something that's really powerful is when you can set a clear goal, a smarter goal. I mean, that's invigorating. But here we are uh, moving through January and some of that shine has probably worn off just in the busyness of everyday Mm. life. Right. What's very meaningful is connecting the dots between those big goals and what's happening today. And with a daily big three, you can literally connect those dots. So when you have a plan to go, you know what, I did at least one of those things is going to move me towards my goal or all three of these things, Those that's my plan today for moving incrementally closer right. to my goal. And it's kind of like, uh, I, I don't know, I just think that's empowering to know that, yeah, today was, maybe it was busy. Maybe not everything went my way. Maybe people pulled me, I got distracted or whatever else. But you know what? I had a plan mm-hmm. that was intentional, not just to get through the day, but to actually get get to the life that I'm trying to build. No, that's good. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of a story. One time I was driving from Nashville to Phoenix, Arizona, and I remember hitting the Texas state line in Oklahoma, maybe. And there was a sign that said 999 miles to El Paso. This is the largest mile sign i ever seen in my entire life. And just the fact that I was a thousand miles not even to my destination, but just to get out of the state of Texas 
Um, it didn't make my day any brighter, nor my drive hopeful at that point. But <laughs> saying that to say these big threes are like mile markers. So even though I knew there was a thousand miles between me and El Paso, for the fact that I could hit mile markers to really mark the fact that I'm in process, I'm in, I'm getting closer to my destination, just help my brain. And then each other mile sign that I saw, you know, and those numbers getting chopped down, it just really helped. It helped my journey altogether. But just knowing that, hey, think of these big threes, almost like mile markers that you are that you are on your way somewhere. As you pass these mile markers, you're also making progress to accomplishing whatever they're attached to in your in your bigger goals. There is something powerful about taking time every day to plan your day, because some of you have have had job loss, you've had relational loss, or you know you've. You've taken your hits. Maybe 2020 wasn't a great year. Setting a daily big three puts you back in the driver's seat of your own life, even if only in a small way. And there's a long-term psychological benefit, I believe, to doing that consistently, being like, no matter what comes my way. Sometimes, you know, we say a daily big three verbs. Really, some days it's just a daily big one. Mm -hmm. You look at your calendar and you just have to, hey, it's one or two. But you're taking time to set that intention to go, I am powerfully moving towards my goals today. And here's three reasons why. One, two, three. Reason number three, the daily big three helps you get the right stuff done. This is more than just our opening slogan here, but it's important that we focus on getting the right stuff done because the daily big three really forces you to narrow your focus to the most important work. For sure. So often I think we can feel uh, really important by the sheer number of activities Mm -hmm. we do. Yeah. And I would say that is, you know, maximizing the amount of activities you can do is at a certain point, just not good enough. (laughs) I mean, maybe you've reached that point by coming to this podcast. It's like, man, I'm trying to hack my way to get more stuff done. And we train hundreds of leaders, probably more than that, but I know at least Mm -hmm. personally uh, in some of our programs, we've trained hundreds of leaders, even more through team training. And this is one of the biggest game changers for folks as they, if they want to ascend in leadership, right? if they really want to see their company grow, or maybe they're in middle management and they want to make more money or to see their teams grow, or maybe they're just in an entry level position, but they want to figure out what, how can I get ahead and it starts with this thinking. We, we are not unaware that setting a big three and saying, hey, just do three things today. We're not unaware that that's hard. <laughs> right. Because you probably have 15 things to do. Sure. The skill you're developing, though, is the skill of knowing what is the 20% that drives the 80%, the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. And the best leaders in the world are that way because they've mastered that. They figured out, well, they're not just getting a million more things done than everybody. They're just dialing in again and again and again. Hey, not everything's created equal. Not every task is created equal. What are the 20% of tasks that are going to move the 80%? Yeah. And I think um, even as we kind of interact with some of our business accelerator clients, Blake, you mentioned um, the trainings that you normally do. There's always this question of, you know, not only just goals, but then what in my daily big three should I be identifying? Is it just business related goals? Is it personal things um, that they should add to those those lists? But I think in order to achieve the double win, 
then you have to be able to win at work and succeed at life. So you need to be doing your highest leverage work, which you just mentioned. But if you're focusing on succeeding at life and creating boundaries around your work without identifying your most important work, then your performance will suffer and your performance will suffer. But then also at risk is your personal life, your at home life, whether you have you know spouses and children and those sorts of things, because there's not a focus to it. So, you know, if you're accomplishing what you need to accomplish at work and you're being diligent with setting those tasks, that way, you know that they're done. And that gives you the bandwidth and the space to be able to go home and be present you know, with with relationships uh, that you're also trying to to nurture and, and cultivate there as well. Therefore, securing the double win for yourselves. Exactly. Verbs is talking about leverage. You're really talking about what are things that if I were to own them and crush them today are going to make the other areas of my life or other areas of my work easier, unnecessary, simpler, requiring less resistance. So what we're not saying, you know, let's say verbs, for instance, you're going to set a daily big three. They're all going to be work-related maybe today, mm-hmm. but it's not because your family life isn't important today. In fact, you've set your work daily big three in a specific way so that you can unplug at 3 p.m. today to be with your kids yes. or, or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. I like to think to put a finer point on this for people, especially those that have been practicing this for a while, some days I'll have meetings. Like today is a great example of this. I have a daily one today because most of my day is with meetings. You know, it's important that we record the podcast today. Nick made sure of that, We that we knew, <laughs> we both knew that. Um, but it wasn't in my daily big three. And the reason was because it was in my calendar. There really wasn't any resistance to it. And there's nothing that I specifically needed to own, you know, perform podcast recording. That doesn't really move the needle on my life today. Right. Because uh, it's just a meeting that's going to happen. Similar, I have, I had some... Uh, multiple calls with our clients today that were already scheduled. But there was one big project today uh, that's for a promotion that's upcoming for us that a team of people is actually waiting for me Mm -hmm. to review and to make adjustments towards. And I have a very finite amount of time in my workday today to, to spend on anything because of all the meetings I have. Sure. If I don't use that to execute on that project and get it done, guess what I'm gonna be thinking about all night long when I'm supposed to be with my family. That project. Right? Exactly. So yeah. this is, to put a finer point on it, I make my daily big three each day about the things that will probably have some resistance or if I don't have my eyes on that thing, they won't mm-hmm. happen and then there'll be dire consequences either in my personal life or in my work life, right? So, but, but that's a practice. It's part of discerning what really is important uh, for me to own today. So I would encourage you if you're listening, don't make a daily big three something that you can't own or that someone could cancel. (laughs) Right. Right. Because then it's like, well, or or if it's just a meeting, you know, I there's different schools of thought on that. I think Michael sometimes will put like, you know, deliver webinar, you know, if he's doing a webinar. But just for me, uh, that's how I operate verbs is I would rather just have a daily big one. If, yeah. if there's just one thing I can own. Yeah. Are you that way? Is that how because you are no, someone that's sure. interesting to me. You've got a ton going all the time. And there's a lot of projects that you're designing for, editing. I'm curious how you approach this day to day. Yeah, no, that's um a good question. I think uh really what you just mentioned is what is the largest, what is the highest leverage activities that I could be doing within my day? As you mentioned also, sometimes it's a one or two large things that's gonna consume or take up all day to be able to, to actually accomplish those. So if we're um, 
running one of our business accelerator intensives, that's an all day event. So once if I'm on site, I really don't have a whole lot of flexibility to do other things just because we're managing the production there. But that just becomes the one. And the the mental note is there is being okay with that because it's a high leverage activity. I know I have other things that are going on that week, but I can't get to them on that day. And it's better for me to have my focus narrowed down to making sure that happens and it happens well. Now, when I'm not on site and there's, like you mentioned, multiple projects kind of going, then I just need to determine, again, what's the highest leverage activity uh, that I can do that's going to help move everything else forward. And the other smaller items could go on a task list, but it's not necessarily qualified as a big three for that day. That's kind of how I think about it. It sounds like for you, like urgency is definitely a factor, right? Like if, if it's business Correct. accelerator, right. this is either going to happen today or it's not. You know, like exactly. this, this needs my full attention and other stuff. It's Maybe that's how you're discerning leverage as well. And I think w- if you are managing a bunch of little tasks or not that, you know, like it may not be little tasks, but a bunch of projects, you know, multiple things where it sort of feels like, well, these are all important. I don't know if you have any insight on this first, but I think part of that may be if you're struggling to get in a strong daily big three rhythm, I think uh, referencing the ideal week as a tool could be helpful because- yeah then you're sort of going, hey, well, on Mondays, my focus is going to be X or on Tuesdays. Have you ever done things like that? I want the answer to that question to be yes, but- uh, (laughs) But not really? Not really, only because I guess my work would categorize more into the creative production side of things. Mm -hmm. And so often that happens in the collaborative workspace as well. So it's sometimes hard to identify, again, this is an ideal week. So ideally, we, it could go like this sometimes, but then it could often get sidetracked because of, again, we have a hard deadline of this day, this has to happen, among other things that need to happen. And so in a collaborative workspace, sometimes that shifts a little bit because often I'm waiting on something from another department or another t- department is waiting on something for me. So it's it gets a little bit more tricky on how to juggle that. But when we're in a non-busy, non-deadline type of season, I think it is it is more probable to fall back to the ideal week situation um, to get as close to that as I possibly can. Yeah, I think with you, if you are doing creative work, it's definitely good to, because sometimes it's going to be collaborative. And so should that be my day of big three? Well, I can't call it, totally control that. Mm-hmm. But I think if you can find in your ideal week either times where you can have some deep work, and I know you do this, Verbs, even if it's maybe didn't line up the same way every week. I see in Slack, you're like, have the headphones like, all right, I'm going deep, <laughs> doing some deep work. Like, don't yeah. talk to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because um, again, that's, yeah. that's an effort to eliminate some distraction because I'll look like if I know stuff is going on, hey, I want to be in the middle of it. So often that's just for myself to say, look, I'm not even going to respond or look at Slack just so I can get back into a space to where I can think about what I'm going to do and then actually start um, implementing the work that I need to do for that day. So, um, so yeah, sometimes it just, that just has to happen. And that's just to help me focus a little bit more. One question that comes up a lot for me verbs with daily big three is when should I set my daily big three? Good one. Another one is, can I change my daily big three? Yeah. And I, I think what people are trying to accomplish what's behind that is, uh, hey, I I struggle to create consistency with my days, and I often feel like my day is designing me, not the other way around. So I recommend this habit, and 
you can do it, you know, whatever works for you works for you, right? But since since you're asking me, and by you, I mean, I'm basically asking myself this, <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I do, which is I will sketch tomorrow's daily big three today. Mm-hmm. The other thing that helps me disconnect from work and embrace rest is determining what tomorrow's priorities ought to be. So I will sketch tomorrow's daily big three. And I say sketch intentionally verbs because we work in an industry and in a team where stuff can change, even sometimes overnight, a a client emails or somebody schedules a call or whatever else. So what I will do in my workday startup the next day is I will process my inboxes, look at Slack, um, look at the calendar, and then I'll recommit to my daily big three. So I'll adjust it or I will keep it the same as what I had sketched the day before. Okay. But I will kind of allow, like it just helps me to kind of have a sense of here are my priorities for tomorrow. You know, that just helps me. Okay, here's what tomorrow is going to look like. I know what to focus on. And then when I get there in the morning, it's like I've, I've slept on it and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I ought to change that or or what this happens a lot, Verbs, is I'll look at my calendar and go, I don't have time to do that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know? You're, you're actually recommitting on the day of mm-hmm. that you set that that daily big three. Kind of like get a good sleep in and then wake up, recommit. Yeah. And, and when it comes to changing your daily big three, I think the biggest point is stay in the driver's seat of your life. Either cancel the meeting, communicate with the team member or the client, Mm -hmm. or change your daily big three, but don't ever say, I just don't have the time, or don't ever say, oh, I just couldn't do it, right? Because that's not true. You're, I mean, you're listening. I'm pep talking to myself here as well. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in Spider-Man, they say with great power comes great responsibility verbs. Right. The opposite is true, which is with great responsibility comes great power. Sure. And it's the same thing with the daily big three. If you take ownership and if you have to recommit, if you have to adjust, just keep taking ownership of your day. Mm-hmm. You will be more powerful designing your future. One thing real quick that helps me is I do my weekly preview. So again, if it's a project that I knew that I know was due by Friday, then I know what it takes to build that project. Then I'm sprinkling elements of that throughout my days. So I know I'm hitting, mm. you know, a significant That's part really of that smart. on a certain day. And that helps me kind of know, it gives me a little bit of bandwidth and wiggle room if I'm accomplishing, you know, some of those tasks throughout the week before Friday. So that, um, that weekly preview process really helps me set those big threes throughout the week. I love that. That's really smart. Do a weekly preview and then you can kind of see, okay, what kind of have a sketch of what is this going to look like? Can I accomplish that? I love it. Yeah, let's let's do a quick review verbs for the people um, if they got lost <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> and all of those the daily reasons. big three is so important. Give us a rundown of, the, of those uh, three big reasons. So the good news is you don't have to be swept away by your day. With these three reasons, you'll see success in your daily big three. Reason number one, when you set your daily big three, you'll boost your productivity by eliminating overwhelm. Reason number two, starting your day with a plan and reason number three, getting the right stuff done. I love it. I love it. So any final thoughts, Blake, for our focus on this listeners? Very, very simple. We're going back to basics. Keep a daily big three, write it down. That's my final thought. Just ask yourself, what's my daily big three today? 
And if it's possible, I know some of you are at the gym, some of you are driving, but try to reduce the time between hearing these concepts and taking action. So as soon as you can, jot down in your planner or, uh, you know, on your husband's forehead, uh, what are your daily big three for today? In the world. Keep them, keep yeah. them visible and it's going to help shape your day. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is Verbs. People are saying this on the street. I, I hear this. People are talking about it. They say it's the most productive podcast on the internet. They're flooding your DMs right now. So please share it with your friends, people. Who needs a daily big three? Let them know. Use the hashtag focus on this podcast. And we will be here once again with another great episode next week. Until then, stay focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus Planner annual subscriptions. Get a year's supply of Full Focus Planners to power a year of achievement at fullfocusplanner.com.